0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hugh With the biggest stories of the day, it's the big three at three. Number one. one. All right, uh, number one, the top story. If you missed it, I don't know where the hell you were. Right here on In the Loop, right here on Sports Radio 610, uh, both the coordinators spoke. uh, Matt Burke, as well as offensive coordinator uh, Bobby Slowick. You can go back on uh, the Odyssey app. I believe in an hour one is when uh, Bobby Slowick and company spoke. Uh, And then Matt Burke a little bit later on. You can check and hear it in, in, in its entirety. Uh, some some really really I think if you're a Texans fan really good stuff there but he addressed one of those situations we talked about yesterday we're seeing reports that people within the building of the Houston Texans want to make a push to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo we've heard his name being tied uh to the uh to the Texans and uh that question was posed to uh told to Bobby Sloak the offensive coordinator this was uh him answering the question of looking into Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: We have a process in everything we go through, and that's roster construction as far as free agency, as far as guys we already have. He's going to be a, a free agent. You know, we grind through that as a coaching staff. We grind through that in the personnel department. We have conversations. I have conversations with Nick. He has conversations with D'Amico. And then Nick and D'Amico kind of, you know, put their heads together and, and lay out a plan of what we want to do going forward, and, and we'll see where that takes us.
1: All right, Uh He's a free agent and someone that they are potentially going to uh, at least be a part of the process because he is a free agent. Clint, as we've talked about it, man, I, I'm almost to a point, Clint. I'm, I'm I'm, getting myself prepared. Geared up for Jimmy G, huh? I'm getting myself prepared for, for this to happen. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what numbers he going to wear. Is he going to take uh, Davis Mills' number from him, or are we going to keep wearing 10s at quarterback? I'm just – I'm just geared up and preparing myself for Jimmy Garoppolo to be here.
3: Well, good thing is if he does take the, the ten from or buy the ten from Davis Mills, My Tyler boy. can change that nameplate on that jersey he bought and upgraded a bit with Garoppolo. Hey, there we go. I mean, one of the winningest guys out can there, he man. Do that? Would you have a no? I, I,
2: I, I wouldn't do that though. No, I'm, no, I'm not,
1: not you, But can't he? Like can he, he can do. Like, wait, how wait, wait, come wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Not doing you, that.
3: You just sir. turned your nose up at it. So you'd wear a Davis Mills jersey, but you wouldn't wear a Jimmy Garoppolo yeah, jersey. Yeah, because, because when I
2: bought a Davis Mills jersey, Clint, I didn't know what he was yet. I know what Jimmy what? G is, and well, I well, don't want that guy's jersey. So you've got a $200, oh, 10 Texans
3: jersey with Mills on the back of it. You, if Garoppolo was a starting quarterback, you wouldn't put a G on the back. of You wouldn't put Jimmy G on the back of that thing.
2: Hell no, because I'm not going to be pleased if Jimmy G is here in town.
3: That's unbelievable.
2: Now, that now is, that I know we, we've talked about a lot of things. With quarterbacks and what it could be next year, Jimmy G is damn near the top of my list of hell. No, no, thank you. Oh, really? Really? Oh, wow! So I, not, I'm not he's wearing not that a Jimmy jersey. guy. Plus, he's my wife thinks guy. he's well, really I, hot. I mean,
3: that, that's fine. Yeah, you, you scared old Meg will put that nameplate on the back wow. of that jersey, huh? So annoying. She, she keeps get, saying, oh, she I, she hope you, you, you "I hope get, Jimmy G's well, coming." I hope Jimmy G's coming. Well, look, here's the deal: put Jimmy G on the back of it and take it to the take it to the the tailor and get them side, get get you several inches taken out. Give it to her, as, and, and she
2: can rock at ten. That's actually a really good idea. There you go. All no right, man. noted. Absolutely. I,
1: I'm telling you. Well, sh- you better get ready because I think this. I think this is happening. I think. Uh, it's,
3: I think it's got legs, man. I mean, I, it, it, the more I think about it, the more. And, and it, well, I, take whether you like Jimmy G out of the mix uh, uh, or not out of the mix. Right, just take that out, set it aside. There is. There's no quicker way for us as fans to see. Uh, progress, which we haven't seen in three years, some will say longer than that, in the right direction. Uh, There's no easier way for my prediction of the Texans to win nine games this year uh, to be accurate and be right than to sign Jimmy G along with Bobby Sloak and D'Amico and all this and that. Um, Yeah, I I just, I I think it's, I think it is just generally speaking about being a Texans fan and, and our um, State of mind, state of fandom, our um, sanity. I think Jimmy Garoppolo. A good two-year dose of Jimmy Garoppolo would be good. Anything beyond, I ain't here for it. That's
1: what I'm saying. But, I'm fine, I'm fine with it. It's all yeah. about the plan. Yeah, yeah it's it, all about how and what and what Jimmy G coming here yeah, means and yeah. what the execution is. On. Ba-
3: back back to your original setup show of of Bobby Slowick. And, and, and his take on Jimmy G and free agent quarterbacks and what he actually said in that audio clip. If he didn't, any team, any quarterback needy team right now as they're evaluating, self-evaluating roster, the quarterback room, and they're getting ready and loading up for free agency. Any team that's quarterback needy, any team that's got cap space, any team that has um, any kind of familiarity, if you will, with with Jimmy Garoppolo... If you're not in the game, at least flipping stones on Jimmy Garoppolo, you're dropping the ball. If Bobby Slowak came out there and said, "Ah, you know what? Nah, we we done did all that. We, they just Jimmy ain't it. We know him. We do it. Wait, what I mean, what do we what do we do? Like, there's there's two. Like right now, quarterback needy team. Right now, the Jets. I know they're out there spending time and flirting with Aaron Rodgers, and 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 I hope that works out because I want to see what 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 they what. Aaron looks like outside of Green Bay, and what Robert Sala and the Jets could look like with a real quarterback. But if 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 Aaron drags his feet too long, they already lost Derek Carr. They better they better be in the Jimmy G market. They better be flipping the Jimmy G stones right now, right? Any quarterback needy team, if, if you you better feel really good about one of your all time great options. Um, if if you're not gonna at least
1: flip stones it's, on Jimmy G, it, like for a couple of reasons, one. First and foremost, and I said this yesterday, there is no way in God's green earth that Jimmy Jimmy G should prevent you from drafting a quarterback that you want. If you go into this thing and you got a chance to draft the quarterback that you like, that you want, that fits the grade and what you want, Jimmy shouldn't stop. It. But also, is if, if there is one quarterback that you feel comfortable drafting that you have on your board, where you say, "I want to draft him," and that quarterback's gone. Like I don't want you to just like a hey, you know put yourself in a situation yeah, where you don't agreed. have you know somebody who can help you win games. Like I, if you if and because I won't have a problem with that. If for you it is just CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud is the guy we have on our board. That's what we want. Everything and you don't get him. I don't want you to just go and let. All right, well let's just get let's get, let's go back with Davis. No, I, I want, I like, I would want you to bring somebody in that gives you a chance because they got to, they got to win some games.
3: Have a plan, have a method to the madness. Hell yeah. Show and I don't necessarily have to, have to agree. Hell, you as a fan out there listening, you ain't got to, you ain't got to necessarily agree. Tyler, you ain't got to agree. Tyler don't like Jimmy G, but, but I, I'm me, me, me and Tyler's gonna have a problem. We're gonna, we're not gonna speak for a while if Jimmy G. I mean, if if, if Jimmy G. If Tyler can't sit there and go, well, I can connect the dots and see where Jimmy G and Bobby Slogan, and D'Amico Ryan's and Jimmy's won games and he knows the all. Like I don't if you see can,
2: those dots.
3: Yeah, it, it, you. yes, you do, damn it. You, you got to, to you, see them you, dots blind if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you were able to see dots. Your ass is blind
1: if you were able to see dots.
3: Blind people read
2: Braille, though, so that kind of works. <laughs> That's a good point. They, they connect dots for a living. I, I don't know how to read Braille. So pretty boy, pretty ass boy, Jimmy G, stay the hell away. You can argue they connect
0: Big three and three,
2: number two. That was the middle finger, not the breaker sound. that—that's that, like, like that,
3: uh, you, you can argue that they that they connect dots better than anybody, literally, right? Yeah. Fair, good point. So you keep get, that finger pushback. to yourself, bro. Clint, great, great pushback. Clint couldn't wait to get that one out. But <laughs> that, was <laughs> the that was good. That was good. Well. Damn, that was good.
1: All right, uh, you just spoke about the jet situation. Uh, The Jets uh, and Aaron Rodgers, as uh, uh, they're in talks with the Packers to try to get the services of Aaron Rodgers. It's that simple. And apparently a a contingent of uh, of the Jets team officials, including the owner, Woody Johnson, including Joe Douglas, the general manager, Robert Sala, and offensive coordinator, Natanya Hackett, they flew out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers uh, they are meeting with him it is unclear if there is a contract or a deal done in place they don't know but s- they are doing what they need to do all right this this they've got to throw it all at him they've got a Derek Carr is off the market they have to throw it all at him right now and um this this to me is showing we need you won't you and now it's it's really up to to, to Aaron
3: yeah man this is uh I mean pressures on right for the Jets like I said yesterday I, I just we, we see Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall and and all these players that are are young, but but you got to believe they're leaders in that locker room. It's a nucleus of this team. In, in, in with the Jets, I mean, they're all they're all tweeting at Aaron Rodgers and and at anybody that's posting about Aaron Rodgers being a Jet. Any graphic that has Aaron Rodgers in green and white, not Green Bay and white. It, it's the Jets green and white. I, like the, the pressure's on, man. Because if they if they swing and miss on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's going to be a disappointed locker room, man. It's going to be a disappointed organization. And then what's next? Regardless of where you land,
1: well, Nick, better then, be then Jimmy, Jimmy G. Then what? Then what's after that? What if Jimmy wants to go somewhere where he's more comfortable? Or, or you better be making a, You better be making a behind-the-scenes push at at eight at yeah, Lamar. Right? Yeah, pushing there. I mean, it's it's. Uh, but they've put it to to where they, they, they like this is this is it. Like this is this has got to be everything. And they're right, flying everybody. Hell, uh, they should have had everybody. Garrett Wilson should have been on yeah. this flight. Uh, Sauce Gardner should have been on this <laughs> flight. Should have loaded them up. Nick Mangold should a have United been on this
3: flight. Play. Hey, the, 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 the funny thing is with the Jets, and I don't want to make too much of just a, a, a flippant comment that was made, but but they let a dude walk that they believe would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer if if he if he played in, with the Jets oh, to, yeah. to 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 go on a date with Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah.
3: If this backfires. Boy, you talk about a you talk about a, a I mean, just the, ooh, a poor ass plan. Yeah. Good gosh!
1: Tyler so eloquently brought in my ear that they should have everybody on that flight. Zach, Zach Wilson's mom's friend should have been on that flight.
3: Now that's how
2: you sell them. That's about how. Five of them. Yeah. By the way, hey, hey,
1: you know the the Texans play the Jets this year. Do they? Yes, they get they could get to see Aaron Rodgers uh, this year if he is with the New York Jets. I'm listening to you in that last one. You're ready for him to, to leave the Packers. You're ready for him to move on yeah. from the Packers. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I, look, I would have loved. That's to, hard,
1: boy. It's hard. It's hard for me. And I know it happens all the time. Hard to think about him in another uniform.
3: Well, I just I, he. I would love to see one of the. He's he's the last of a dying breed in terms of guys that that have the want to or even the opportunity to play an entire career with one organization. Um, I'd like to see it just because I don't know that we're going to see that much moving forward. Um, I mean, maybe you'll see it with Kansas City with Pat Mahomes. I would think so, but but uh, it's it's rare and becoming more rare. But it, reality is, man. I mean, it, it's not healthy. It don't matter how it don't matter how you, yeah it don't matter how you cou- couch what's going on in in Green Bay. It, it's just not right. It's that It's, just, it's not healthy. It's not going to end well um, for either party. And so, yeah, I, I think I would rather at this point just see them move on.
1: All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that situation because that could happen. That could that could that could be the next big domino to fall, and the Jets are, are clearly all in.
2: Big three at three, number three.
1: All right, Todd McShay, ESPN, Clinton. His latest mock, he has the Raiders trading up to number four to pick Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson, who had a huge combine. We had Brooks Cabina on yesterday. If you missed that, he was on with us at three forty. You can go back on the Odyssey app and listen to that segment. He was there in person and said he he was amazing there. Clint, I would hope to God this doesn't happen for Anthony Richardson. I, I to me that Josh McDaniels that just makes me think of Deshaun in a, in that type of New England system like that. When I think of the person to have Anthony Richardson. Josh McDaniels doesn't come to mind. That would be the best fit because, like, I think he's got talent and and has a and there is a chance there, Clint. But he more than any quarterback in the draft, the place he goes and the fit and the coaching staff he goes to is enormous, is huge for him to go to the right place. And I just don't think Josh McDaniels did. I, I, in my mind now, I think. Josh did some creative things a bit with Cam Newton that that year he had him, but I just I just it, it doesn't feel natural to me, and it feels like they would try to make Anthony Richardson do things that aren't his strengths right off the top. I I hope that isn't where he lands.
3: I, I agree wholeheartedly, Sean. I'm glad that you went there, man. I I just think with uh, it's the way that the the quarterback position in the NFL is trending, and and the conversations have to change like the, the conversations around these players have to change it, it, everybody's not going to be a fit for Anthony Richardson and to your point it would be a crying shame if Anthony Richardson goes to a goes to a team and and Josh McDaniels like you said had a little bit of success with with a little bit I guess with Cam Newton um but is that really his sweet spot and what he does really, really, really well? Is it a good fit? I would say no, hell no. I'm, I agree with you. I think it be looked like
1: running. he just watched some film of Carolina and tried to kind of take some
3: things. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I just that's a CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Yeah. Um, if, if I've ever seen it. It, 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 the Anthony Richardson is is would be Indianapolis stay at four, and in Indianapolis you take yeah. him at four if he's available. Um, no brainer type situation. Um,
1: Washington to me even more even more with fair fair with that offense um, yeah man I, I just I don't
3: know I like when I get when I see these takes where it's like did we even think about fit did, yeah. did, and and look maybe a lot of times it's fair it's fair NFL teams don't think about fit they think they can fix anybody change anybody develop anybody and the reality is they're they're not gonna they're not gonna do it is so that,
1: is that something you sense too with Anthony like it's going to like it's going to be. Hugely important where he goes and who he's with. Well, it's I think, like even I think more it's, important than, than than maybe for CJ and, and Bryce Young. And yeah, yeah,
3: like uh, yeah. Because of the level of development that he's got to he's got to do, he's got to accomplish from the pocket right now. Anyway, you slice it, he's played thirteen, started thirteen games beyond high school. He, he's he's got some significant growing to do and maturing and developing to do from the pocket. Making a decision, processing what the hell's going on, and delivering the football accurately. Sometimes that takes two, three, four years. Yeah. This guy started thirteen games, man. Like, like, yeah, it, it's so the the difference is you got to go somewhere where you can sit for for a number of years, or you got to go somewhere with an offensive coordinator that's going to use your legs to force the defense to be vanilla, so that you have to think less, and you do that, and then as you as you grow, as you get better, as you develop, then they can open up that offense and do some different things with you. So, yeah, I I just I think fit is for all these quarterbacks is huge. I think it's but but from a fit conversation, Anthony Richardson
1: is at the top. Yeah. Um speaking of somebody who went to the to the perfect fit for him and now we see him as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Lamar Jackson. Um boy, you said months ago this is going to be the most interesting thing in the offseason and I'll be God. I mean, it I'll be I'll be God. I'm not God. I'll be. You're good at I radio, dude, but jeez. I think you're to say I'll be damned, I'll but, be, but don't
3: put those two together. But I'll be darned.
1: I'll okay. be, no, I'll just say damned. I'll be damned. There you go. Uh, <laughs> if uh, well if, it, if it it isn't jumping even more. The stuff that's happening after he got hit with that non-exclusive tag is wild. We'll have to discuss that coming up next.
2: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
1: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive
0: with Sterner and Hughley.
1: All right, Clint. uh, Remember, tomorrow we'll be at uh, Twin Peaks Live. Come hang out with us as we get you ready for the baseball season. Landry Locker, John McClain will be out there. Twin Peaks, Highway 290. Come hang out with us tomorrow. We'll be there from 2 to 6. Clint, this Lamar Jackson thing is, is crazy. We, we talked about it yesterday. He got the non-exclusive tag, which means starting Monday, uh, teams are, uh, are available to negotiate and talk with him about potentially getting a deal done for him. They'd have to give up two first-round picks uh, and then obviously pay him uh, um, to get that done, although the Ravens can match um, whatever contract uh, another team comes up with, and then what we found here recently is teams have just just dropped out of it, said they're not going to pursue them, including the Falcons, including a team you were looking at, the Dolphins, the Panthers, uh, the Washington Commanders, and the Vegas Raiders. Those are among teams that said they are out. Man, this uh, this thing has been getting a lot of run here uh, of late with opinions and people thinking like something something's up with this thing. What what what? what how have you how have you been uh looking at what's happened in the last twenty four yeah. hours with this well
3: I, I just i just hate the the flippant conversations comments about um like J.J. watt made yesterday um you know like i i think uh uh what's my man from the heisman Trophy winning quarterback from Baylor um, oh,
1: R- Robert
2: Griffin
3: Robert Griffin the third like I, I just hate like the flippant almost pot stirring you know, quarterback needy teams, and and not even thinking about you know Deshaun. I mean Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, and like it's just such a it's such a more complicated situation than just flippantly listing teams that should be interested or that somebody thinks should or are just kind of spouting off about. um you know, a franchise quarterback being available and nobody wanting him. And I just, it's just such a, it's such a deeper conversation than that. First of all, you know, you're, you're talking about the dude, the dude wants a boatload of guaranteed money, any way you slice it. So it's going to impact your cap in a major, major way, whether you have the money, you don't have the money um it, it's it's going to impact that are you are you, in a, are you a quarterback away from winning a big factor in this um do you have an offensive coordinator that can build around Lamar Jackson cuz yeah we can sit around and talk about how great Lamar Jackson is and with the right coordinator i wholeheartedly agree i wholeheartedly agree but the reality of it is is if you're gonna play to his strengths, if you're gonna get the most out of paying potentially fifty million dollars a year and 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 a, a boatload of guaranteed money, you gotta have the right dude to pull those strings, man. You can't ask Nathaniel Hackett to 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 pull those strings all of a sudden with Lamar Jackson. Like a lot, a lot, just a lot of the teams for one reason or another, it's very easy to arrive at a spot where it's like it makes zero sense. And if you know you can't, you don't have those things. If you know it's not a reality for you. Why would you disrupt your current situation, your current quarterback situation, whatever it may be, by pursuing someone that you know you don't have the ability to go get or the ability to get the most out of? Um, it, I don't know. I just, I hate, I hate that aspect of it. The reality of it is, show you mentioned you mentioned one squad that I think is a real pot, like Washington,
1: right? They're one of the teams but that say they're not
3: they're, – they're, they're, they're They not. say they're not reportedly, right? Yeah. But, like, there's a – like, the reality is, is when you get all these factors and 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 everybody che- – I bet there's two or three teams that legitimately make sense – Baltimore's being one of them – legitimately make sense to pursue Lamar Jackson and, and to be comfortable and confident in paying Lamar Jackson that kind of money and their ability to build around – Lamar Jackson and their ability to get the most out of Lamar Jackson. Um, I, it's just the thought of like, oh man, well, you know, it's just crazy. All of a sudden, all these quarterback needy teams and and they don't need, well, I mean, it's it's just so much, to me, it's so deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that, that it's, it's not the old, this, this is why I said earlier, like, so like, we got to change the conversation around quarterback play and, and these kind of, these kind of conversation. It's not the old days it's not the old days where everybody was running a pro style offense and every quarterback fit every offense and every play caller in the NFL had the ability to call an offense and put an offense together that would get the most out of this, out, out of said player. Like you've got the same dudes that would be interested in, in, in Aaron Rodgers have no interest. In, I mean, no, they have no, um, business being interested in, in Lamar Jackson. It's two different two. Like, it's two different approaches and builds and and skill sets and supporting cast. Like it just the thought of like every all thirty two teams that don't have a quarterback right now should be pursuing Lamar Jackson. I, I just I just don't think it's that simple of a conversation. I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, I, it, it, something doesn't smell
1: right here uh, to me, and uh, and and I understand what you're saying. But like we just look at some of these these teams uh, that we look at like Atlanta, you were in on the Deshaun thing, Arthur Smith. You you had Ryan Tannehill here in Tennessee. Like it, you just had Marcus Mariota, right? You 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 have run systems like this. This is a crew with him and Kyle Pitts, and we know what he's been able to do with tight ends and Drake London there. And what, what's what's the guy, the jack-of-all-trades guy? Kyle Pitts? No, uh, 84. Uh, oh, oh, Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. You got this This here. This is a creative guy. We've watched you use running quarterbacks. You're out right off the bat. You can win the division straight up. You're right off the bat. Washington, we just talked about it. With the enemy there, all of the creative run stuff in Kansas City, a lot of that was, was coming from him. You're out. Right, Miami. Somebody you have talked about. We know Mike McDaniel. I believe Mike McDaniel is creative enough to use like you're like that's the part for me that doesn't smell right. I could get with the thought of like man the the money. Well, it, it's not fitting right. This dude is to go with what JJ said yesterday. Is a special special player at 26 years old at the most important position, and if we've watched him through injuries from himself and other players. We've watched him carry help carry a team when he doesn't have the greatest talent around him, and to think that nobody will even sit down and even discuss it with him yeah. that like that's the part that is that is odd to me that these teams not as they're coming out and letting you know right off the bat that they won't talk like not even talk to it like you were willing to sit and hear from a guy who had thirty sexual assault cases out Damn. on him <laughs> and you were going to trade two, three first round picks, Carolina, Atlanta. You were there at the table and you were like, you were there. You talked, you heard, you heard it. And you thought mm, two thirty, too rich yep. for my blood. Yep. You're out <clears throat> here. You're not even coming to the table to hear that's to me is weird. That is, well, it, that is weird y- to not even hear it. Yeah. I mean, I,
3: I, 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 just, I disagree. I, I think when you talk about Deshaun Watson, you're, you're talking about a, a a dude that you watched. We, we all sit around and talk about a top a top five passer of the football in the NFL, as good as I've ever seen at the second level. Stayed healthy the entire time leading up to that. Um, I, I think the health issues for Lamar, you, you have to use Lamar Jackson a certain way. It doesn't make sense to not use him a certain way. In the last two years, the season has ended and fell apart ultimately With his injuries, that's a big, that's a, uh, that is a very, very, very valid, huge point to whether you're going to invest that kind of capital into Lamar Jackson. I I don't, again, I, I just think it's, I don't know why teams feel the need to come out and report this, that they're not going to pursue. I think, I think that's the more interesting part is like somehow, some way, if there is some kind of validity behind this kind of report, like. All of a sudden, teams feel the need to come out and go. No, nope, we don't want. We don't want Lamar Jackson. What do you? What do you gain by doing that? I, that I, it's not to me. Teams. I think it's smart for teams to be like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not. We're not. If you're not legitimately interested, whether it's for the reasons like which I didn't even thought about, like Landry Locker talking about, like basically the Baltimore Ravens are getting other teams to just do their do their dirty work. Ultimately, um, I didn't even thought about it from that perspective. But whatever the reason is, like, why do you feel the need to announce it? That you're not gonna, you're know, not, you're not gonna, not gonna pursue.
1: That's the why guy. I say something smells funky. Yeah, I, something's weird about that. You would, what you would just wouldn't say well, nothing, right? Right, correct, right. Yeah. Now, that, now I, think, you're make, I think now you're coming out right, and making it. Yeah. Now and I agree
3: with you. That's silly. That's like, why? Wow, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah, I just, I, I don't get. Like, I, I, see a lot of people coming and talking about he's not good enough. He's not. Okay. Okay, but you're gonna roll with Sam Howell. Yeah. Like you, you, you're gonna roll with who the hell Desmond Ritter. You're going to roll with these guys. This dude is an, has been an MVP in this league and is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And we just watched a a, a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who is a dual-threat quarterback, yeah. get to the Super Bowl like that.
3: Right. Like, I just – But it's not – but, show, it's not crazy. The guy – like the teams you just mentioned, it's not crazy for Atlanta to go – to to evaluate the entire situation and say, no, nah, we don't want to go that route. Yeah. Like, that. does that not smell right? No, it doesn't. I mean, you can like. No, I'm not saying like I can disagree. Like you may disagree with it. I, I mean, I'm with you. I would disagree with like, but but I can I can understand why a team would look like 200 million guaranteed, two first round picks, that a guy that's been injured the last two years, a guy that you got to build a, a unique offense around in order to get the most out of his skill set. Which you, I, I could see where a team would go. Ah, we're gonna go a different route.
1: Uh, I th- I think it's I think it's odd to not even to not even hear it to not even hear it. To not even hear what it We don't know if it's 200. We don't know what it is. To not even hear about it. But you hear about the Deshaun situation and all the, the trouble that potentially came with him. All right, coming up next. Um, Oh, boy, we got to get into this. I was listening to this podcast about love, and we got to get into this because hmm, this this is going to be funny as hell. I got a story that, uh, oh, boy, you don't want to miss on the other side.
0: After the end of a good fight,
1: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hugh So, fellas and Drive family, I was listening to this podcast yesterday, and it said, it was it was posing a question. Do you know, Do you did you know the moment when your mate was the one? Did you know your moment? Like, if you think in your head, if you're riding right now, you're at your desk, The moment you knew that your mate was the one. And it was interesting because multiple people were on there and many people were saying, I I actually found out and realized she was the one or he was the one into the marriage. Not even completely before. Like, do you think you had that moment when you knew your lady was the one or your, your man was the one? You had that moment that sticks out to you. Well, mom was a lady, um,
3: and and uh, yes, yes, absolutely. You remember a, that vote? Everybody a, a, has to. Absolutely. Bradley Will Frame,
1: text line 713 Do you remember that moment where you're like, damn?
3: Absolutely. She or he is it? Absolutely. Are you ready for the story? Oh, I'm ready.
1: I'm, I'm itching. I mean, I,
3: is this where I tell my story? Is go this, ahead. Where no, I tell, you go.
1: this where I ask you to tell me yours? No, you go. Go ahead. I want to hear it. How I y'all feel about
3: a man twerking?
1: Go well... That wasn't it. Uh,
3: wasn't it anything to do with twerking, right? First of all, there there, there is a a, a large, uh, a very significant age gap between me and my wife. So a big part of of when we went public with our relationship really. was was her telling her father that there's a 13 year age gap and this is serious, and she did it and and understandably so. Now being the father of a young lady, I I I I mean he had a, he had a little bit of a problem grasping that his daughter was. Was not only gonna gonna date and take serious a guy that thirteen years older than her, but but a guy that that um, had never been married, a guy that that uh, played a little bit of ball here and there, and, and uh, lived a large uh, chunk of his life in the streets. Um, imagine a hard time coming to terms with that, and um, he got over it and 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 came around, and things were pretty good, show. But I always knew in the back of my mind. See, at this point, I hadn't quite reached 40 yet. Mm. I always knew in the back of my mind, it's one thing for a young lady to say, oh, age gap don't bother me. Age doesn't matter. It's nothing but a number.
1: Mm, Age ain't nothing but a number. Shout out to a
3: But when your old man, or or for you young guys that are dating gap, when they hit hit 40, stuff gets real. And in my head, that's what I always thought. When I hit 40, if she embraces this age gap, just doesn't deal with it, but embraces this 40-year-old man and all this and that. I said, it's, it's going to be a milestone in our relationship. Well, we're headed to dinner one night on my 40th birthday. And um, she's, she takes me to this place called El Big Bad in downtown Houston.
1: Mm, lot lot
3: of tequila, large tequila selection. Mm. So she sold it very, very nicely. We're going why, why, to, why are we going here? Then we got there and I was like, why the hell are we going here? Large tequila selection. We love tequila. We're going to go sample tequilas. I said, okay, I'm in, baby. I'm in. She takes me up to a private room and sells it as uh, the tasting room or something something along those lines. And I walk in, and she has put together a 40th surprise birthday party Mm. for me. I had my closest closest friends in my life ever at the time from four different states. they are significant others, probably about 40 people, my family, of course. And I thought, Boy, you really you, you are definitely embracing this thing. You are embracing this thing. Good job. Hell of a night. Let's ride. Well, I look over on the on the the far wall and I see old Parrish Lewis. <laughs> that, that would be my 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 wife's father. That'd be my father-in-law. And those that know Parrish knows that uh typically if it ain't a Friday or Saturday night and he's not uh, hanging with the family and and, and, uh, and enjoying a couple of adult beverages, he he ain't going to stay up much beyond the old 7 o'clock hour, Mm. 8 o'clock hour. He's early to bed, early to rise guy. And I knew that at this point. It got to about midnight, and old Paris Lewis was still sitting over against that wall smiling, having a good old time. And I knew at that moment right there, show. Mm, Not Not only did my wife embrace the 40 the, the old man, the 13-year age gap, the 40th birthday, bringing all my friends together and having a good time and embra- not dealing with it, but embracing it. Not only did she, but her father made a special effort to celebrate my 40th birthday he knew. with his daughter who's 13 years younger than me. So you, that knew, moment, I knew this is it.
1: You knew based off her father.
3: The combination, the combination, but yes, of but yes, yes, yes. You knew yes. that was it. I, I've been through some things now. Her, her family was a big, was a big, big hurdle. Well, no, her family was a big part of of why we worked and why it was it was ever possible to even get there. Like family's important to me. Like your the, her support, how she was brought up, that all that stuff was was it was important to me at that point in time. Still is, obviously. But yeah, when 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 old Paris took that old gave that extra effort to be out a little bit after. After the sun went down, I think he even went beyond midnight that night, if mm, I'm being honest. Wow,
1: that's big for him.
3: Sipping on a little tequila. Yeah. Meeting all the friends from out of state, my closest. Yeah, man, that was uh that was when I knew, man. That was when I knew it's time it's time to start shopping for them demons.
1: I mean diamonds. There you go. <laughs> Stupid. Trailer <laughs> will and frame text line, seven one three five seven two four sixteen you remember that moment when you fell in love? When you knew not when you fell in love, but you remember that moment when you knew, knew
3: this is it. This is it right this here. This is the one. Trailer woman. the hold Her hand in the mall. She's gonna have my babies.
1: I absolutely knew the moment we got matching tattoos. Oh wow! And matching uh, tattoos. being together for three after being together for three days, we got matching tattoos. Twenty years later, three kids. Life is good.
3: Three the, days, huh? Yeah. The oh, moment. Nice.
1: My moment was when I realized she demanded me to get sober because she wanted me to
2: get old with. her. That's, that is real love. No, that's real, right? Straight right. up. I'll tell you, man. Show, yeah. What, what was I yours? Mean, what, what was yours, Yeah, man? what was yours?
1: When I, knew that, when I knew Courtney was the one, and this is odd. Like oh, I no, knew she so- was the one, but when I knew, like, man, damn, this girl really loves me. This this is first year married. I pissed on myself in the bed. Oh,
3: my. The show, man. You, you
1: were married already? Like yeah. you were a grown man?
2: A grown man. A, a lot.
3: A, what do you mean a lot? That's a a lot, lot like
2: multiple times, oh, you, you or a lot at once? once. You didn't time, wake
3: up. You didn't wake up like, like when you first started peeing. You just let her rip.
1: I didn't know. I mean, I just it was a lot in that bed. I mean, she was. I mean, whose she, bed were you in? Hours. Oh, y'all were married at the we time. Okay, not, oh, yeah, so man. you already knew she was. The I was one. in. A, I was having a deep dream, and in this dream, I just remember it vividly. John Cena was my best friend in the in the dream, and I was at work, and he was coming by with his tour bus to take me to WrestleMania, and I told him I'd be right out. Got to hit the head real quick. <laughs> and I, I can remember being at that urinal.
3: Wait, did you say head or bed? The
1: head. <laughs> I remember being at that urinal. And apparently at that urinal and laying in that bed, I just let it go. And I remember. Kind of, oh, it was it. I remember waking up. My pants was just stuck to me. And I know I sweat at night, but I said, damn, sweating. I looked it down, out, pulled damn, that so- blanket down. I said, oh, my God. I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I slid out of the bed, and she's out cold. I slid out of the bed. I went to the bathroom for like 15 minutes to try to come up with a plan. I will admit right now I'm shook. I know, Tyler, you'll hate this. I'm looking at Max, our dog, and I'm thinking, if I, I'm going to try to put him on the bed and make it seem like Max is the one that peed all over himself. And finally, after 45 minutes, I just woke her up. I said, Lauren, or I said Courtney, don't move. Right. right. No, don't slide, I said. I had an accident in the bed. Said, "Oh damn, so man." At that girl. I mean, did, did
3: you really say accident? I said
1: accident. Yeah, I, you didn't say, "Hey, I hey baby, I, I pissed the, the bed." And that and that girl got up, helped me take them sheets off, went in that kitchen, grabbed that bacon, that uh, that bacon soda. Yeah, spread it all over, and then she just went on about her business, went to sleep. I mean, didn't. I mean, I was in here thinking, like, I'm thinking, man, this girl. And listen, I'm gonna tell you as much as I peed. I don't know if me and her have ever had this conversation. It had to have slid underneath her. I mean, there had there had to have been some that spread. Her right? old nightgown was yeah, wet. Yeah, yeah, she had to. <laughs> oh, but I said, man, this. I mean, she went through it. Just it just stayed with. I mean, got up, didn't she? I mean, it wasn't no judgment, no look, anything. It was just like, well, didn't you know, phase just, her at all. Let's just get this cleaned up. Have I you was, heard
3: about it since?
1: I mean, I brought it up a couple. Has, of times. Has she
3: brought it up? No, or?
1: she She just said, you know, just shake her head. I guess like it happens. I
3: just said, Ooh. oh, pissy pants. Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, pissy did. pants. Oh, pee pants yeah, man. Show. Hey, I'm
1: telling you, boy, she, I said, man, this girl loves me. <laughs> yeah, She loves me more than <laughs> For I thought. Real. <laughs> I Max was sitting there looking at me like, what are you doing? He walking with me as I'm pacing. He's smelling. The, I'm pacing. <laughs> the, <laughs> I put him in that bed. I said, this ain't going to work.
0: Tony, Tony's
1: yeah. in the building. Our girl, Tony. See? Oh, my God. I know you. I can't wait to hear. All right, when did you know he was the one, Tony.
2: Uh, we met and that's where we ended up two hours later. Oh, you're uh, yeah, and we and we still married. I, I, I'm Mr. Jerry Jones, okay? I put it on him, okay? So I want to let you know, okay? So let me tell you something. We met on June the 9th, we moved in July 9th together. Uh, I got a tattoo on my, on my, on, on my, and I say kittens. Oh, Uh, damn. We just found out we can't say that. I just found that out yesterday. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So it's on on my breath. Uh, I had that a month later. Uh, We got married eight months later. And guess what? Nine years. We're still in this thing.
3: Hey, what hotel
1: was it,
2: Chief? Oh, (laughs) yes. That motel, that motel, that two hours. (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you something. I can tell you some things that went on. Ooh. Yeah, you keep, then that,
1: then keep, that keep that, keep that memory now. All right, Tony in the <laughs> building. All right, Tony. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, well, man, there you go, there you go. That is them.
2: true love right there.
1: Come on, when was the moment? When was the moment you knew Megan was the one?
2: Man, I really knew. We found ourselves strolling under the old century tree on uh, Texas A&M's campus together one night. We had gone to breakaway together, and uh, we, we strolled under that tree holding hands. And uh, that, that was that was the moment. Ended up proposing to Megan under that tree. Wait, wait, you were just strolling under a tree? Strolling. That's all and, you and got? And that's, that's the details it, you got? Well, no, we, we knew what stro- we were doing.
3: Well, nobody knows what tree you're talking about. If oh, it, if I'm you sorry. You're not. right. You're what right. What
2: are we doing here? Not everyone is as blessed to be an Aggie. You're right. But the century tree on Texas A&M's campus, it's this century-old plus tree. Famous tree big, on the campus beautiful and college tree. station. And the, the, the legend, if you have it, the tradition goes, if you walk under that tree with your significant other or with someone of the opposite sex, you're going to be together forever. And uh, so far... Forever uh, forever's looking good, man. There you go, boy, trailer, wheel, and frame I, I, I text I wore line. my legs out running around that big sunblock for me. <laughs> <laughs> trailer, wheel, and no frame text line. It, like it was uh, the first I ever walked out of the When I watched
1: her handle a 1,200-pound horse, I knew she was able to handle me. Uh, also, <laughs> oh, <hell. laughs> probably drive a big truck, I can't, I, Boy, I can't wait. Maybe, Hopefully, this tandem comes out to Twin Peaks tomorrow on Highway 290. Dating, got in a bar fight. She hit the guy with a bottle of Crown. Uh <laughs> That she had in her purse because we ain't playing with weak drinks. <laughs> you're carrying your own
3: crown, that's and that's, yeah, that's absolutely a, and beautiful. you
1: use using it as a weapon. <laughs>
3: All right, look, there's a lot of mystery around the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans, the play caller for the Houston Texans. He spoke this morning. We loved what we heard. We'll have that audio for you, and we'll discuss next.